0: Everyone, this is Christopher here in the Time Shifters studio. I hope you enjoyed our discussion on disaster movies in the last episode. It was awesome to have Floyd join Matt and me for that. Now, usually after a general discussion episode like that, you'd hear a more detailed talk on one of the films that came up in the last episode. And you will, just not today. Matt's mom was in town on the day we would normally record, and here at Time Shifters, family comes before podcast, especially when it comes to moms. So today, I dug around and came across an episode that I recorded with a friend back in February of 2017. It was a first attempt at resurrecting the podcast. I never posted it, as I wasn't sure there would be any episodes to come after that. The stars and the planets did not align as well as I would have liked, and as I feared, the show didn't get off the ground. So, this is sort of a lost episode. Listening to it again, I realized there was a really good discussion on what and how we define time-shifting. So, why let it sit and collect digital dust? Matt and I will be back with you in a couple of weeks to rave about one of the best disaster movies that have ever been, The Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, I know, kind of an easy choice, but we just couldn't resist. We both really liked that movie. But for now, from February 2017, myself and Steve, a voice that longtime listeners will recognize, in fact, he's even been on the newly resurrected time shifters once. He and I in studio in an episode, uh, we'll call it episode zero of the Time Shifters podcast. So, what do you think? That looks pretty run down. Well, you know, it hasn't been used in a long time.
1: Yeah, the RSS feed line is almost rotted dry. The topics are pretty rusty. Yeah, well, I'll give it a go. Let, let, let's see what happens. Yeah, almost. Give it a little gain. Let's try it again. There, 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 yeah, that's it. All right, here we go. All right. All
0: right, welcome to the Time Shifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Page. Every couple of weeks or so, I and a guest or two will bring you some thoughts, reviews, and discussions on film and television, mostly sci-fi, fantasy, and a little horror, and a favorite of mine, independent film, but nothing is going to be off the table. For this initial episode, I thought a little general discussion might be in order. For that, I've brought in one of my oldest friends, a man I met while working at a grocery store many moons ago, and he was wearing his fandom on his sleeve, almost literally. <laughs> he, may, he may need an introduction, but only one name. Please welcome Steve. Steve, thank you very much for joining us on this,
1: uh, you know, first episode uh, three point Exactly, exactly. Po- the 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 podcast regeneration. How many regenerations do we get?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, no kidding. Well, <laughs> as we as we as, as we've recently seen, that too can be reset. So yeah. I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> I certainly appreciate you joining me. This I, you know, got my fingers crossed on this one. I, a little history. We started doing a podcast 5 6 years ago. Yeah. And uh, it was a podcast without a name. <laughs> it just went on for a while. It was tied into a, a website that we both were managing. That kind of felt that we finally gave it a name. We gave it the name of Time Shifters mm-hmm. and we did that for another couple of years. And then that just sort of um, it just sort of stopped. Yeah. I think life kind of got in the way for a lot of us uh, that were on the podcast.
1: Uh, so we thought we'd try one more time, bring back third time's a charm, uh, as they say. That's right, and a new regeneration and a new flavor, and we'll see where it goes. Exactly.
0: You know, I made the, I made the joke you were wearing your fandom on your sleeve almost literally. It was a story that actually just came up in conversation the other night between us. It was that we were working at a grocery store. You were a cashier. I was just a lowly bagger, but... You had a Doctor Who button on your
1: on, on my, your shirt. On my shirt that I'd forgotten to take off on the way to work, and that struck up a conversation, and we've been friends for the better part of two decades. So.
0: Well, I wasn't going to actually say it. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, it, it, it's been a long time, so I couldn't think of anybody else that I'd uh, want to try this once again with. So I appreciate you coming out and Something a little differently that we we're going to do this time is try to do more in person uh, discussions versus the over the Skype and you know we've lived in the same city all our lives and there was
1: no reason we should be doing it
0: on <laughs> Skype that would seem to be a little silly
1: yeah and hopefully that'll that'll uh, you'll be able to hear a bit more of a a bit more interaction a bit more of dynamic between us uh, with us being in the same room so we're going to try it a little differently this time yep so I've
0: invited uh, Steve and into the uh, the are my my podcasting studio here <laughs> so as, as much as it is and hopefully we'll bring in another guest or two uh, you know uh, throughout the time and occasionally we may have to d- throw in a skype call and if we as, get someone as, that's a little yeah. little too far away to, or if to the weather in. gets in our way oh yeah of weather well you know we are in the midwest and if you don't like the weather you have to wait a day so uh, we'll see what we can do so right off the bat, I think you know, time-shifting, uh, how are we going to define it? You know, What does it mean to us, uh, to us individually? Um, I mean, time-shifting, by definition, I think, has just been kind of taken. You, you record it on your DVR, and then you watch it the next day, or you watch it half an hour. You wait until you get to the point where you can fast-forward through some commercials or something like that. But I think we're going to extend it a little bit beyond that general definition. Um, so for you, what is your typical time shift
1: on on a, on a current uh, airing television show, for instance? You know, as you said, life tends to get in the way sometimes. Um, I try to watch shows within the week uh, if I'm time shifting them. TiVo, and I'm talking about that's one of the ways that we time shift. Um, but sometimes that doesn't even work. And I can, I can get two or three weeks behind. It's... Uh, it's really hard, and uh, sometimes you even have to avoid social media for a while because, <laughs> uh, after a while, your friends are like, "No, no, I'm I'm going to talk about it. Forget it." And uh, so you kind of have to avoid the social media if you don't want the spoilers. Um, yeah, it, that's it's interesting um, uh, how things have changed to where used to really need to watch certain shows the night that they aired so that you could have the water cooler conversation right, right, right. the next morning. Um the water cooler conversations now, in my opinion, have all shifted to social media. Right. Uh and uh and as I said people are somewhat patient of everybody getting caught up uh you know, not watching stuff the night that it aired. But after a while the patient's wears thin and you're gonna find out, you know, what what happened to uh what happened to uh, to Daryl or whatever? <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Yeah, I think I've
0: actually been on I've been on both sides of that uh, on the, uh, of the spoiler thing. I, I've been spoiled, and I've actually managed to spoil things for others. So <laughs> I'm I'm well aware of uh, of that. Uh, I. Two, I mean, I try to watch stuff as soon as I can. Uh, a lot of times, if I just can't be there or sit down and watch it that night, I'll try to maybe stay up a little extra later and watch something. If it's a, if it's something really big, if it's something that's coming up, but like you said, and it well, I've got the edit pressure of I have some shows that I watch by myself. It's just it's, they're just my shows, and there are some shows that my wife likes to watch with me. Uh, now, the problem is usually the shows that we like to watch together are the ones that seem to back up the longest. <laughs> and so those are often the ones uh, just because uh, either she she's had a long day, she doesn't feel like staying up, or. And, and so those go, okay, well, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow. And those are the ones that suddenly you're two or three episodes behind everybody else. Those are. Mm-hmm. That could be a little bit of a frustration for me on some things, but. Uh, if it's just my show, yeah, I'll usually get them within a week because if nothing else, come Friday or Saturday night, I'm up until 12, 1 o'clock in the morning uh, burning off the DVR <laughs> getting rid of all, those, all my shows that have uh, accumulated o- over the week.
1: Yeah, I think it's – I think there's uh, another definition of time shifting, which is, is probably even becoming more common now, is – the 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 binge watching from netflix sure you don't even watch you don't even why you don't even know when the the series when the series originally aired you just wait for it to all get done and then uh watch it you spend a weekend doing absolutely nothing else uh but watching your favorite show uh, uh, game of thrones or whatever Mm -hmm. uh i think that's that's another way that people time shift Uh, and it's kind of Kind of a fun way to do it. I've done it myself.
0: I've just grabbed the the full season of DVDs or something from the library, and I got to admit, it's kind of fun to be able to sit there and just, oh, I want to see what happens next. I don't have to wait.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think there are, you know, the the prime example of a show that is where it is, um, or became what it became because of that is Firefly. Because many, many people did not watch Firefly. It, it, Guilty. The, the, the studios uh, did such a good job of burying this thing that many, many people didn't, including myself. And I tend to really follow uh, the genre completely off my radar until it showed up on Netflix. And then I watched it flat out uh, and couldn't get enough of it.
0: Yeah, I, I did I this. Most
1: people discovered it that way.
0: Yeah, I did the same thing. I think someone tried, said, oh, this is a great show. you got to watch it. And so I sat down and tried to watch an episode and went, and I just didn't get it. I It didn't interest me at all. And I was like, yeah, I, I think I'll pass. And it was – just years later, after listening to everyone, oh, Firefly, 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 that I finally I grabbed the DVDs like, all right, I'll, I'll sit down and watch these things. And I did the same thing you did, and I just watched one, of course, in the proper order mm, right. <laughs> that, that they are in the DVD, and I, I watched them all the way through. I thought, like, my God, how in the world did this not continue? But, yeah, same thing. Although, it's interesting. I think in some instances – well, we'll give, that's another discussion for another day about whether you know that show – I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole about the uh you know getting cut short show. Mm. Uh, I think that's a subject for a whole other uh, for another podcast. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Um so what about as far as movies? You know, movies come out and you know this has been the last few years have been just the, the years for superhero and sci-fi uh film and fantasy film has been really popular the last say, 5 years or so. Absolutely. Uh, more so than
1: ever before. Yeah, it's been a great thing. Uh
0: so, how are you as far as getting to the theater to watching these films?
1: I am a bit of a of a of a a theater snob. I really like seeing films on the big screen, um, but I have to say that again, life gets in the way, and I don't. I'm not always able to get there uh, before they're out of the theaters. Um, Ant Man was one that this past summer that I really, really wanted to see in the theater just life got in the way and I didn't get there in time to see it. Uh, So I really try to make an effort to see them on the big screen, but it doesn't always happen. How about you? I'm probably even
0: worse than you as far as that goes. I rarely get a chance to see this stuff in the theaters. Only on the rarest occasions on the most big special something blockbuster film that really got my interest. Like, I have to see this in the theater. Like, um godzilla the uh the most recent right. uh, godzilla film right. i mean that was i i had to, a big godzilla fan giant monster movie fan so i had to see that in the theater and so i was there pretty quick i don't i wasn't there the opening weekend but i think it was i was in there within the first couple weeks of it, it, it hitting the theaters other than that at, there are a lot of films that come around that i think oh i'd really like to see that and that'd be fun to see in the theater but it doesn't happen. They just they mm-hmm. they come and go too quick. And if I do get finally get to the, to the theater, like um, it took me a long time before I got to Pacific Rim. Yeah. And by the time I got to it, it was at one of the local theaters, but they had moved it from you know it wasn't on the big screen. It wasn't on their medium screen. <laughs> it was in this small theater off to the side somewhere on a screen that honestly wasn't that much bigger than, <laughs> than some people have in their living room.
1: It, at least it felt that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so I think I, I cheated myself a little bit out on, on, on that one. Uh, so, Joe, so yeah, I'm, I'm worse than you are. I see very few films in the in the theater. So most of them are I wait to the library, has them on DVD, or they show up on the red box or something mm-hmm. like that.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I try to, and and a lot of them, at least for genre films, particularly the the the, the Marvel movies, I really really try to see them opening weekend. Um, but uh, like I said, life intervenes, and sometimes you don't quite get there. Um, I don't know. Like as you just pointed out, sometimes people have home theaters now. I have a friend who has a amazing home theater. Uh, it's a pretty good experience. It's it's. Uh, I'm. I still love the the big fifty foot silver screen, but I'm telling you what, it's getting pretty good. And uh, the home experience is getting pretty good nowadays.
0: If I could ever figure out a way to exactly mimic the movie theater popcorn experience, ah, there you go. That'll that'll be the end of movies, uh, the movie
1: theater for me altogether. There you go. You just you just have, gonna have to move so that you're next door to a movie theater, so that <laughs> you just pop over, <laughs> you just and... pop over, I'll have some popcorn, and then go back home and watch the flick. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Don't think I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so where uh, where did it all begin for you with time shifting? I mean, this is something that you know people kind of think of time shifting as being a little bit more recent, like within the last decade. But I, I think it's probably been a lot. It, it's gone on a lot longer than that. It, it's, it's certainly been become more popular in the last decade, but it's something I think people have started doing a long time ago.
1: Well, now here I'm going to date myself because we were talking earlier about how long we've known each other. Um But I was in very early in on the VCR days. And this was even before most stuff was available for sale on videotape. Right, And so the way I time shifted, uh, my very first experience with time shifting was recording stuff live off the television so that I could watch it later. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, recorded many of my favorite genre shows um, live off the television so that I could I could keep them and watch them later. And I think that's also a definition of, of time shifting, obviously not much done anymore that, you know, you can get almost anything you want, you know, from Amazon or, or uh, yeah, on uh, demand, on demand, mm-hmm. but um, uh, Netflix, but uh, that was definitely a thing uh, that we had to do early on. If we wanted to watch our genre shows uh, when they weren't airing. So that was, that was my First experience with time shifting. Probably. Do you
0: do you remember like the first show you remember setting your VCR to record? Um, or do you have a? Can you hazard a guess? It
1: was probably Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's true because it was like ten o'clock on a Saturday night or something yeah. like that
1: for us locally. Yeah, it was probably Doctor Who. Yeah, and uh, like I said, this was before you could go down to the to the Best Buy and. and <laughs> buy all the episodes they weren't for sale at all so if the only way you wanted to to relive them you had to archive them yourself and uh yeah so that was my first experience with time shifting Uh, how about you i think
0: mine probably came in very similar circumstances but probably came a little bit later i remember when we first got a vcr in the house i'm pretty sure you couldn't actually program it it didn't have a you know set it for this time to record or if you did it was a It had to have been a – I I say that now in my head. I'm like, oh, wait. No, maybe it did. But I think you had to go through a lot of steps (laughs) because you had to – I don't know. Get the cable box on that channel. You had to maybe leave that cable box on that channel, and then you then the VCR was just pretty much. It was almost like just setting like
1: a like an old kitchen egg timer <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for you, so many hours, and then it would start. If you um, had a if you had a cable box, yeah, the 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 alchemy you had to go through, yeah. was, was pretty uh, pretty uh, difficult. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it was probably a little bit later than that, but still the same circumstances. It was it was the VCR and. I don't know what the what I began with. I know I did used to do the Doctor Who, but a lot of it I remember. Like I said, because you had just get jump through so many hoops to try to do it. At least with our model of VCR that we had, because uh, it wasn't quite as um, universal as maybe mm-hmm. it, as uh-huh. it is now. Mm-hmm. And so you would a lot of it was okay. I'll hit record. And then I'll leave <laughs> Get yeah. to go do whatever I'm going to do, <laughs> and then I'll come back, and and then I'll then I'll watch it.
1: Now, so once again, to date myself even a little more, I as is no secret to anybody who knows me, I love gadgets, and so there was a gadget that actually solved this problem you were mentioning uh-huh. uh, that the um, it was called a VCR plus. Oh, okay, yeah, and yeah, oh, yeah. You would yeah, program yeah. it. Uh, with your model of your, your cable box and the model of your VCR, and then there were codes in any of the, the, the TV guides of the day, uh, on paper, no less. Uh, <laughs> For five-digit code, you type in the five-digit code, set this thing on your coffee table – inside of your vcr and your cable box and when the time came to record it would send the appropriate signals to your vcr and your cable box to record i remember Uh, those yeah so this was this was the the technological uh solution to the problem you were there was always a solution
0: that's funny (laughs) i i I remember vcr plus but i remember i don't remember it being a separate unit i actually remember like vcrs like having it built in that was like a selling point it had a little vcr plus and you know built into it or now, something there was a, a
1: separate little monolithic unit that you would sit on your coffee <laughs> table awesome. and uh just recently i ran it made me think of it because i just recently ran across it clearing out an old closet and like oh well don't guess i'll ever be using this again uh, probably not, <laughs> probably not. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the, uh, certainly. You mentioned uh, TiVo's earlier, the DVRs. Mm-hmm. That has certainly made things a heck of a lot simpler, where you can see the guides right there in front of you, and you just hit that. Oh, I want to record that, and you set it, or Absolutely. you just search the stuff. I mean, I mean, people people today don't know the trouble of having to a you had to program your VCR to the correct time, <laughs> <laughs> which many that,
1: people could not do. <laughs> yeah,
0: which was which was crucial for you to actually be being able
1: to actually catch the the, the beginning yes. or the ending of your show. It was. Many people could not do that. Um, When you talk about the TiVo, and we literally—I literally mean TiVo with a capital T—the brand TiVo—I had a coworker who was into the discovered this very, very early, and he just was terribly into TiVo. I mean, just to the point where he was—he was taking apart the boxes and putting in new hard drives so he'd be able to get more space, (laughs) which was not a a trivial matter at all. and had a TiVo in every room, and he just he just couldn't stop talking about how how it completely changed the way that he watched TV. And like I said, for people nowadays, who this just that's how TVs work. Wow! When you got your first, you know, cable box that had TiVo functionality, or you got a TiVo, it completely changed the way you watch TV. It really did.
0: Oh, it did for me. I I first um I first once we got uh, married, we got uh, I think it was cable. Yeah, it was cable then. I don't know if we got the cable or something, but we got the TiVo. It was the first uh, DVR into the TiVo. It was great. You could set your programs. But it also had, oh, you recorded that? We think you'd like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my. <laughs> yes. Yes, I would like to watch that. <laughs> you want to talk about – I probably wasn't – I mean, I watched a lot of television and stuff in my day. And, you know, mm-hmm. that isn't it. Uh-huh. But that, oh, my gosh, were, did
1: I <laughs> watch a lot of television. There were a lot of uh, blurry-eyed mornings at work the next day, weren't there? <laughs> there was. There was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, that was a that was a great thing. I think when the TiVo died, I, I literally probably shed a tear because the next thing we got was a you know not a TiVo uh, DVR, and <laughs> it's never been the same since. <laughs> uh, that's a shame. None yeah, of them have suggestions right. like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a shame. And again, that's you know the, that niche is now filled by by Netflix, right? Where it mm-hmm, tries yeah. to it tries to understand. Of course, in my house, we've got all sorts of different people sharing the same Netflix login. And so it gets really, really confused about what to suggest. <laughs> I <laughs> bet you would like My Little Ponies with zombies. Wait a minute, no, no, hold on. no. no. <laughs> so okay, if we're
0: talking about DVRs and and TiVo, Netflix, whatever. So what are kind of things are we? Um,
1: what do you? What's on your DVR now? What sort of shows are you time shifting at the moment? Um. Well, just, I just got done uh, time-shifting The Walking Dead. I uh, mm-hmm. love The Walking Dead. That's another one of those shows that we talked about social media where, you know, your friends don't give you too long before they're going to tell you, uh, you know, who who died that week. Yeah, who got eaten. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, Doctor Who, of course, which right. isn't, isn't presently on. Um uh, MythBusters loved loved MythBusters. Oh, sure, sure. Loved to to, to watch the MythBusters. Uh, just got caught up. I got a few weeks behind on that, and hmm. it was another one of those where, hey, I wonder if it's. Oh, it is back on. And I'm three weeks behind. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, that's a good one. How about you?
0: Uh, yeah, like you said, all all, all the above. Uh, MythBusters. You know, that's funny. That's one of those shows where I, I don't pay that kind of attention to it. It's one of those shows that if I'm just sitting down and just. Hit the guide and flip through and see that it's on. I'll stop and watch that, but I don't, I, I don't go out of my way to, out of my way to watch it. Hmm. Uh, it's just kind of a fun in the background. Uh, brain candy to kind of throw on every now and again while I'm doing something else. Or yeah, no. if, I'm, if I'm just bored, if I'm just waiting, I know uh, my wife's going to come down. We're going to watch something together. I got about 15, 20 minutes. Oh, Mythbusters on. I'll watch that, uh, that and, uh, like how it's made is another show. Yeah, and I'll do yeah. that too. Just, just for, you know, just, just because, um, almost anything that throws up, up on history channel, except for when they start hunting for Bigfoot again or something. Or Nazis. Or Nazis. <laughs> 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 um, Supergirl is actually the show that we've been watching, and that is one that we have to uh, we have to time shift. We'll record it and we'll watch it. But that's actually been one that we'll usually do not get behind on. We'll watch within a week. Mm-hmm. We've uh, really uh, become uh, fans of that one. We, uh, we're we enjoying that one a lot. Yeah. Um, we did watch The Expanse, which just, as a matter of fact, just finished up. Last weekend, I guess, and we just now finished. We we watched the finale this past weekend. Um, That was an
1: interesting show. It was one of those ones that we kind of had to force ourselves to watch. Um, interesting. Yeah. That was uh, one of those that I heard the buzz about, and then it kind of fell off my radar, and now it looks like it's a it's an opportunity for a binge, it sounds like.
0: I, I, I would suggest it. it. It was an interesting show if you didn't watch it. We kind of, like I said, we had to slug our ways through it, but then they did this little two-hour finale where it was like effectively two episodes you know, back-to-back sandwiched together. And thanks to those two episodes, I cannot wait for season two. All right, all right. <laughs> so it took the entire season for me to get there, but now I'm excited about what the heck is going on. All right. So that was that's that's definitely one that's uh, that's been on the DVR. Can't think of um, can't think. Of, I was going to write down. I was actually going to go up and <laughs> look at, look through the watch list and see what it is, and I've I've, I forgot to do it. Um, anything that stands back out? We lost a lot of shows, a few shows that we really enjoyed watching that we'd always try to watch within that first week of just finished and mm-hmm. aren't going to be around mm-hmm. anymore because uh, we really liked um, Sci Fi's Haven. We right. really enjoyed that one, but that's, right. that's gone. I really enjoyed Defiance. Defiance was one was kind of usually my Oh, it's on if I have time. That was going to be that was one of the first things I'd watch. I really like Defiance. That of course is now uh, been and
1: gone. But uh but yeah, that, that that's pretty much the That's What what about the uh, Revival of X-Files? Did that make your your DVR list? It is on the DVR list. Yeah, mine too. And it is piling up
0: on the DVR. Yep. Well, we forgot. I, I forgot the stupid thing was even coming on, and forgot to set the DVR for that uh, premiere episode. So we've got episode two and I think episode three uh, on the DVR, uh, and that's it. Uh, so and we haven't watched them yet, and I think we're we're waiting to see if we can you know. Still get onto like Fox.com or something and watch the uh, the premiere episode if they still had it on demand or something.
1: Gotcha, um, gotcha.
0: But it's it, it's one that I'm interested in, especially because they said, "Oh, it's going to be six episodes." I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's it. That's the idea anyway. Unless, like, I said, makes a boatload
1: of money and then they'll. Yeah, <laughs> bring and once it again, back. you know, we've talked about this in previous podcasts, but this is this kind of mini series idea something that's very much embraced in Britain Mm -hmm. worked really well for a show that I was just talking about with a, with a friend the other night uh, as Torchwood. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the short run six or eight episodes worked really, really well for Torchwood. I think this could actually work for X-Files, you know, to have six or eight very focused episodes, um, where they tell a very tight story because any of us who remember the show, uh, or has discovered the show, uh, from from its past incarnation, knows that it can it could kind of meander a bit, mm-hmm. um, and I think that if they the, that's one thing you know Torchwood always had the 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 stigma the stain of kind of being an X Files knockoff, but in in this way I think that this is something that the X Files could actually learn from them to do um, six or eight really tight. Episodes.
0: Yeah, I love the idea. I I enjoy. This is the story you want to tell. This is how long you're going to tell it, and then the story's done. I love that because I think you can get. Um, I think you can get a better story if you're constantly okay. You got 20 episodes or 13 episodes, but you've only got six episodes of story. Well, then you got to sit through six or seven episodes of filler. Mm-hmm. And then, oh well, it was really popular, so you got another season. Well, we don't know what we're gonna do, so we'll just we'll write this. I feel like, honestly, uh, the first in- incarnation of Heroes, yeah, uh, way back in the day. Yeah, the first season of Heroes, I think, was great, and it should have been this little singular thing that happened. But it was really popular, and so they worked it so it could continue. And then the second season it wasn't as good, and the third season it was not as good as even the second season. And then they brought it back for this little short run. Did and that, did that
1: make it on your on your TiVo?
0: It made it onto the it made it onto the DVR, and we watched it, and um, we're thankful that they canceled it. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> It, it, it wasn't. It was maybe as good as maybe the second season, but it still didn't bring it bring it back to that first season. That really great. Ooh, what's happening? What's the mystery here of that first season of Heroes? And it just it would have worked if it had just been okay. We're going to do tell this story, and it's going to be start here and then here, and that's all. And it would have been great, and everyone would have loved it, and everyone would have still been talking about how great Heroes was instead of oh how bad Heroes ended. Yeah, that's a shame.
1: <laughs> that's a shame.
0: You said there are certain things that, you know, we try to watch within the week or whatever. It so sometimes you'll sit down and I'm sure you've sat with you you've ended with the same problem I've had. You've got, oh, there's three, four things on here that I want to watch. Mm-hmm. How do you do you, is, is there how do you choose what you put over another? Is it just because of what was going on that week or in that story or one show that just interests you more, or is there just is it the social media aspect? Like, well, everyone's going to be talking about it, so I better get that out of the way. Yeah,
1: that's definitely part of it. And sometimes it's just what you're in the mood for, you know. Yeah. Some shows are deeper than others. Some some shows you're going to have to sit down and pay attention to mm-hmm. uh, and concentrate, or you're going to miss important parts of the plot. And other shows, you know, you can kind of have on in the back of your brain and be doing something else. Uh, so it all it all depends. Uh, it's yeah, it's hard to hard to give a, a firm criteria for that how about you
0: yeah honestly it was like probably an unfair question because i don't have a good answer for it either (laughs) Uh, it it is very much that same way and it is a lot of it is like what happened last week or on the last episode i watched whether it was last week or two weeks ago what happened on the last episode i watched that interests me to like oh i want to know what happens next
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or
0: or like you said okay i've got the house to myself I can turn up the volume, hear everything, not worry about disturbing anybody, and actually watch this yes. and focus on it and figure it out. Uh, so that does that does play in uh, exactly, or like you said, you know, what am I in the mood for? Am I in the mood for the you know the Expanse, which is this dark and this the heavy mystery, or Supergirl, which is about a girl in tights who can fly? You know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So this is something that I like to do a lot. I know you do too, and I wondered if you count it as time shifting or not. Is going back to a series or a movie that was produced ages ago? Maybe it was before you were born, or maybe when it was just too young, or you didn't have access to it. Do you consider and or you were talking about the Netflix or the Amazon Prime, which is one that I that I enjoy a lot?
1: You go back to a show like that. Do you consider that time shifting? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And and part of that is also to to really appreciate a movie that was made many decades ago, you kinda have to get in the mindset of what things were like when that movie was made. Uh and what the audience came into expecting to see. Um and yeah, it's absolutely time shifting and it's it's really a lot of fun. And I, mm-hmm. I love exploring uh older movies and forgotten movies, uh and uh absolutely that's that's uh absolutely part of my time shifting yeah is there a um kind of a favorite thing that i can't you, i know
0: there can't be possibly i can't ask you to peg a, a favorite thing that you've gone and time shifted but there was, was there anything that you've remember just stumbling across or someone talking about that you went and, and watched whether it's a television series or a movie and it just blew you away that this happened then However long ago it might have been.
1: Oh yeah, I know I've had that experience. Um...
0: That was kind of an unfair question. That 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 one takes a little bit of thought. Now I'm sitting here too. I keep asking these questions. They're like, "Oh God, what? <laughs> if he turns his back at me, what am I going to say?" Yeah. <laughs> that is a, it is very hard. I'll tell you one series that I really enjoyed that I, I got really into because it was just so bizarre. And maybe it shouldn't have surprised me because of when it came out. Was the old uh, oh. It was the UK uh, series, The Prisoner.
1: Yeah, which yeah. was just you know it's so funny because I was yeah. I was just thinking of thinking about whether I should say that because yeah that that was uh yeah a lot smarter series than you would have expected uh, for TV in the late sixties yeah. yeah
0: but it was very sixties I mean it, yeah. I think it was a product product of its time you could be that kind of weird and odd and it was just sort of well sure it was the sixties or maybe that's just uh you know us in the 20th or the late mm-hmm. the later years in, in 1990 and 2000s looking back at something from the 60s going because that's what we expected the 60s to be like or something maybe then it seemed like it
1: was a cutting edge but now we look at it and think oh that's 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 just the 60s <laughs> <laughs> yeah um one that we discovered together some time ago that i that i think was really interesting was tripods Remember? This oh, one? sure. Sure. Uh, I was supposed to be a kid's show from, mm-hmm. I guess, the mid 70s, I believe it, uh, yeah. in, in Britain and really, really dark. It was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the The idea being is that uh, the Earth is is taken over by aliens who uh, their ships resemble the tripods that, that you may have seen from the um, the 1950s War of the Worlds. Yeah. Um, Sort of resemble that. Well, they um, were like flying saucery things yeah. in that one. You're thinking the Tom
0: Cruise uh, yeah, War of so the they, Worlds okay, remake they, had yeah, the tripods. Yeah, there you yeah. go.
1: But anyway, so the way that the aliens subdue the population is they return everything to like the technology level of the 1400s or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and people are struggling uh and uh trying to hook up with the resistance uh to these to these aliens and it was supposed to be a kid show but it was actually pretty pretty dark and some pretty uh some pretty deep topics uh, uh i just did one uh, recently
0: uh, another uk series of children of the stones well you talk about uh, could get uh, rather dark uh, and dark quick uh series it surprised me that this is supposed to be i wouldn't say it was supposed to be a kid show but it was definitely supposed to be for maybe you know Late or Preteen to yeah. early teen yeah, yeah. And you know there was a few uh, Moments in that and especially with this Weird soundtrack that they had This music they had for it that would send Shivers down your spine <laughs> Like you could that wouldn't be a sh- kid show today <laughs> <laughs> But it would but it'd be one I would Recommend maybe people checking out Because it was pretty interesting uh, I'm trying to think of any U.S. series or, or films. I tell you what, I you know, I love going back and watching some of the the, the '50s uh, sci-fi and monster sure. flicks. And sure. whatever. sure, absolutely. Um, I'm always amazed at some of the the level of effects they managed to pull off. You know, without the the uh, the use of a computer, mm-hmm. you know, and CGI, mm-hmm. what they could do with practical effects or with uh, the tricks of the camera uh, to to do some stuff. It's You know, honestly, and that goes all the way back. I I go back even further into some films that I've seen in the 20s and 30s that use sort of little camera trickery to create some special effects and everything. And, Uh you know, suddenly you watch a guy climb, you know, the, the stairwell is just on a backdrop on a stage and a guy runs and runs up the backdrop, you know, and. This film's in like nineteen thirty. <laughs> yeah, they had,
1: they had a lot of amazing, amazing tricks that they could do, and yeah, uh, s- sadly, so much of that has been been lost to to uh, digital shortcuts. But I love the love the physical uh, and practical effects. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad. You, I mean, I'm glad that we both agree that that is time shifting, and it's stuff that we can we can bring to this podcast in sure. the future, sure, and discuss in more uh, a little bit more in depth. So is there anything that you're kind of looking forward to time-shifting, uh, anything coming up uh, movie-wise or anything that's out right now? Have you, have you not? Did, did you manage to go out and see Star Wars? You know, I still haven't seen The Force Awakens. I'm going to be time-shifting The Force Awakens. Can you believe that?
1: <laughs> yeah, I may still get to the theater to see it, but I have not seen it yet, and I'll definitely be – be time shifting that if I don't get to the to the theater. You, I, I kind the
0: last two. The only know, two.
1: I, I again I, I kinda feel like with being being the 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 cinema snob, I kinda feel like I have to see this movie on the big screen, uh, even if I didn't see it on opening day. But uh, yeah, I will definitely be time shifting it. And even if I see it, I will definitely be time shifting it and watching right. it later. Yeah. Um gonna be watching the walk going to be watching The Walking Dead when it comes back on the air here soon. Right. Um I have to uh we've talked about, you know waiting for the house to get quiet. My daughter right now is com- very much anti zombie. <laughs> so I have to uh I have to wait for her to go to bed and make sure she's asleep and quiet and everything, and then I can I can watch the zombies on the big screen.
0: <laughs> Isn't your daughter like nine? She is. She should be anti zombie. She's <laughs> very anti
1: zombie.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure why she knows what zombies are. <laughs>
1: Well, that's a that's a funny story, but we'll, we can get into that later. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to The Walking Dead. Uh, like you, that is one where I have I have to time shift it. I can't watch that one when it airs because it's just it's not a show my wife wants to be anywhere near. She mm. doesn't want to. She doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> she definitely doesn't want to see it. So that has to be the one that I have to wait till everyone goes to bed, or if I have a an evening at the house by myself, but. Uh, but, yeah, that's one, though, that I will try to watch within the first couple of days uh, of it airing. I'll time shift that one as soon as I
1: can. Yep. Yeah, again, another one of those you kind of have to for the modern-day water cooler conversation. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, like I've, I've already had so much spoiled from The Force Awakens because everyone was really nice for about a week.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then the memes started showing up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: All righty. Well, I tell you what, I think that is probably going to do it. I, you know, I appreciate you uh, joining me for our you know third inaugural uh, <laughs> podcasting <laughs> start. That's, that's,
1: yep, as we as we kind of feel out this our new regeneration here and kind of feel out this this new body and and uh, get used to it. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but we will try to be bringing you. You know, we're going to bring you a little bit of television, a little bit of movies, uh, maybe maybe some news that comes up um we'll occasionally uh maybe even time shift a little bit into the future Uh, every once in a blue moon we get an opportunity to uh, see a film a week or two before it actually hits the theaters and uh it it, it will be talking hopefully talking to some interesting people along the way some of the people that are behind some of these things we love to time shift absolutely or the you know talking one of my favorite things to do is to talk to some of these uh filmmakers you know while they're making or before they're making what they're hoping yep. <laughs> to make yep. uh, their, their film or their television show or whatever. Yep. So in that in that aspect of time shifting, I guess Yeah, exactly. the hopeful time shifting, Yeah, the time <laughs>
1: shifting into alternate realities. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> into people's dreams. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have a lot of fun with that. Yep.
0: Yep. Excellent. Well, I thank everyone for listening to this and uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you uh, will continue to listen and, and, join us with other future podcasts we look you know we'd be happy to hear from you we have a facebook page or facebook group if you want to join it just uh, go to facebook and look for time shifters and we are there and we of course would appreciate any feedback and uh, just comments and discussions so i think that is it that's going to do it thank you very much for
1: listening thank you steve thanks chris try it again (laughs) (laughs) thanks christopher it's been a lot of fun all right bye all